0: Hey, welcome to Speak Truth with Angela C. Gray, and I am your girl, Angela, but my friends, they do call me Angie. Thank you for joining in today. This is a platform where we have truthful, candid conversations about wellness. So today we're going to talk about repair meaning R-E-P-A-I-R. Each of those letters in that word means something. I'm going to share you what dropped in my spirit about this. So the title of today's uh, podcast is Repair, Setting Boundaries. So, you know, I have been through an amazing transformation over the past year. Some people know about my transformation and my health and in my wellness And in my just mental clarity and de-stressing, because I don't believe in managing stress, I believe we are supposed to have less stress, de-stress as much as possible to have a great quality of life. So in that, it dropped to my spirit how important it is for us to repair the things that are broken. But when I think about that, it hit me that a lot of the time, the reason why we go through so much emotional or mental or just a spiritual, just stress and being overwhelmed, is because we don't set clear boundaries. So the word "repair" just dropped in my spirit. So let's first define boundaries. Boundaries. I found this definition. Um, At Harvard Law School, they defined it as understanding that boundaries are limits you identify for yourself and apply through action or communication. I say both. Um, This doesn't mean you get everything that you want when you want it. It means there are small things within your control that you can do to protect your time and your energy. And most important to me is your peace, because in this time, in this season of my life, peace is so important. I don't allow a lot of things to disturb my peace. And um, I try to de stress as much as possible. At, well, actually, I do. I'm in a practice of doing that. I don't believe it's a place where you can necessarily have ma- master it, but you can definitely learn to um, de stress, where you can learn to things that you can do to limit it, right? So let's jump into it. Let's define repair. Repair is to fix or mend. That's like a verb in the verb. Tense and repairing the nouns is the action of fixing or mending something. So we have to, in order to repair anything in our life, it is really in the mind it's really in our mind because if anyone's like me, sometimes I can allow the guilt of like, oh, they really needed me. And don't get me wrong. We need to help other people. We need to be there, but it should not come at the expense of you losing yourself or you losing or being completely stressed out. And you uh, don't have any interaction with your family because you're coming home exhausted and your health is declining. All those things are areas where you need to find out what is the stress in my life and what can be done to fix or mend that thing. So let's get right down to it. The R in repair that dropped into my spirit is reset. Now, reset means going back to the old or doing something different. Now, if you prior to all the stresses going in your life, you had a place where you had peace. And you are able to de-stress. Look, I'm trying not to say manage because I don't want to, I don't really believe in managing it, but you're in a lifestyle where you were de-stressing from a thing. You didn't allow those things to come in and just kind of throw you on a whirlwind. You know, And we all know that sometimes life happens and when life happens, you adjust, but I'm saying where it's in your control. And so did, you were in that place where you knew you knew how to de-stress but then some kind of way it got away from you, then you would go back to the old. For those of us that it's always been, it's like a learned behavior coming from our childhood, then you might need to learn how to do something different because all you have known is stress. And I know that in my childhood, I'm being just honest and transparent. I did experience a lot of things where stress was always, it was more of a consistent thing than not consistent. Stress was consistent in my life. So as an adult, I would kind of, you know, felt that I needed to be needed. So I would do things and I would realize it would cause me even more stress and affected my health. Um, It affected everything. If I want to be truthful, my health, my finances, my spirituality, everything, it affected those things. So when we talk about reset, um, this can be the hardest thing is to it's, it's in the mind. We have to we have to do something different. We have to change our mindset. And that writing in that self can be very, very challenging. But I want you to write that down, reset. Okay, so now you're saying, okay, I need to reset. What does that look like? How do I do that? We get to the E, R-E, and repair. E is to establish one boundary at a time. A lot of times we try to go at one time, for example, it's like when the new year starts, we wanna, we're gonna exercise, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. No, one thing at a time. I I really, truly believe in that because I've started on this journey. A lot of you may not know this, but I started on a journey where I changed my eating eating habits, excuse me, and in changing my eating habits and allowing myself to go through that phase where I couldn't eat a lot of sweets, y'all. I like sweets. Okay. But I couldn't eat a lot of sweets. You know, I was getting migraine headaches and all these different things was going on in my body. So I connected with a wellness, a certified wellness specialist who became my coach and they introduced, I'm putting it out there says the alignment plan. And it helped me to align some things back in order the way God intended me to live my life. And I didn't realize that I had some behaviors and some practices that we're increasing my stress. And so here I am trying to manage stress and it's not designed that way. I'm supposed to de-stress my, you know, especially with some of the things, many of you know, if you listen to my very first podcast, I am a cancer survivor and being a cancer survivor, stress is not good for your body dealing with any stress is not good for anyone, but especially if you had any type of illness or any type of disease, you know, especially cancer, that it's not good for your body. And so, in that, I had to realize, I had to establish one boundary at a time. So my first boundary, my first thing I had to do was put boundaries on my eating. And that was challenging because at first, my body was like, nah, girl, no. Like, I didn't want to give up my coffee, y'all. Like, coffee is my best friend. I call coffee Caffeina. That's her name because she was my best friend. Now, I don't see my best friend <laughs> as much as I used to. I go to green tea and green tea, organic green tea is doing its thing. And every now and then now I introduced it back after about five weeks of changing my habits. Now I have coffee, caffeina every now and then, you know, we see each other, you know, it's a distant relationship. (laughs) So, but getting back to establishing one boundary at a time, you have to start somewhere. Now, um, well, I'll give you an example. Let me let me ask you this question. What overwhelms you is typically a boundary that has been breached, whatever overwhelms you. So for example, If you come through the door, I'm just using an example. If you come through the door and you've had a very stressful day and you want to have a moment to yourself, you want to sit down and have 10 minutes just to kind of decompress. But you come through the door and your children are asking you questions. They need this. They need that. The husband or whoever it is, your partner, asking all these different questions. And you're like. Okay. And you listen to their questions and then dinner has to be made. So you, you don't even, you take off your shoes. That's it. And you go into the kitchen and you, you wash your hands and you start immediately cooking and cleaning and washing and wiping down things. And then you put a load of clothes on and you help them with their homework and you feel stressed and you feel overwhelmed because you would have not set a boundary. When I come first to this door, you can greet me But but you have to give me at least 10 minutes to where I can either sit out on the balcony. I can sit in my little quiet space and just either read or be quiet or have a moment to just, you know, do some things that bring me bring joy to my heart. So that's important. So setting one boundary and you may have people in your life that they violate that boundary. You have to set boundaries even on your job, you know, on things that you are saying, look, I'm, I'm able to do this, but at this time, like a lot of us, if anybody's like me, you know, I, I used to do this and I'm making it a habit to stop doing this. I would work through lunch. You can come to my desk while I'm eating. You could come to my desk when I'm doing this, but no more. No, I deserve to have my lunch break. But how many of you sit at your desk and you're tapping away or handling this and doing that in between eating? No, your body deserves to have nourishment and you deserve to have a time where you can allot, where, it, where you could put up a note on your door or you know, says I'm at lunch or go somewhere quiet and have your lunch. And so that's, those are the boundaries I'm, I'm talking about. Because if you're sitting at your desk and you're still feeling stressed out, you're not giving yourself time to repair because you know our minds, and sometimes you're, if you're like me, there's a lot going on on your job and there's a lot going on in your head. And sometimes you have to get up and go and walk outside, take a walk. Take a fresh breath away. that's establishing a boundary, and then, if anyone says, "You know what, I need you Nope, you have to wait a minute unless you know if the building's on fire, yes, then you know, okay, but if it's not on fire and no one's dying, then give me a minute to about ten minutes, and I'll be back, and we can knock this thing out and I promise you when you give yourself that rest and that time that you need, you'll come back in ready and you'll be able to tackle whatever it is that the deadlines you need to make more effectively and more efficiently, you know so um that's an, that's eight. Establish one boundary. You have to start somewhere. You have to write it down make it plain, get a pen and paper. And you write down the, you can write down all the areas where you feel like your boundaries where they're Like, it's just, if you need to, uh, where uh, do a friend of mine, she used to call it a brain dump, Sabrina Hickman, call it a, a brain dump where you just write down everything. You just write it down as far as the things that are overwhelming you. And then you pick one because one thing at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time, you pick that one boundary. Okay. All right. So the P in repair, R-E-P, we've established the reset, established one boundary, and now is prepare for the backlash. I'm going to give a pause for the moment. Yep, I said it. Prepare for the backlash because everybody's not going to like the boundary that you set. You're not asking them to like it. You're asking them to respect it. And respecting your boundaries, they respect you. And you're setting realistic in that reset. Make sure you, you know, we want to add that to, it, you know, um, you know, make sure that you are, you know, setting um, reasonable boundaries and there's not something that's, you know, far fetched and far out there. But you have to prepare for backlash because it's going to come. Some talks um, on that you will have to have with family will be uncomfortable. But you have to set it. Even it's with the, I never forget a time when my, my mother was alive and, um, you know, I was young. I was thinking I was like in my thirties and she was saying some things to me. And I said, mama, I love you, but I'm an adult. And this is my decision. Y'all that was hard. Cause you know, mama, she just gave me the look. I don't know about that. I'm coming from the old school. She gave me the look and I, I straightened up real quick. I didn't have to do a bunch of talking. She didn't have to do a bunch of talking and talking like, you know, you know, I don't want to say this generation, but I'm just saying. So, you know, some talks you have to have. And when I said that I could tell she didn't like it too much, but in in regard to that, let me get a sip of water here. You guys in regards to that, she did respect that boundary and that was a good thing. So I was very appreciative of that. And even my daughter had to. Um, she set a boundary with me, and I said, "Whoa, okay, my bad. I'm sorry," and I apologized and had to pull back because, you know, when you know your children become adults, it's that that is sometimes it's hard. But I did do that. So, anyway, we're talking about preparing for the backlash, and so it's gonna be uncomfortable, but you have to prepare for it. And what I say is, if you're writing it down, you need to write down because you know whoever is you know breaching your boundary line, you know. But you know this person typically. So you know what they're gonna say. So you have to be prepared for their response to you saying things. So you have to prepare yourself for that and be willing to do it because the peace that you will, the peace that comes as a result of preparing for that and knowing and setting that boundary is so much worth it. It is worth it because it's a part of that healing process, setting boundaries. And okay, so we have R E P A. Now A is accountability. Now, some of us may feel like we're alone and who in the world is going to, you know, understand what I'm going through. You need to have accountability partner, someone you can trust to encourage you and hold you accountable to setting that boundary. You do not have to do it alone. You can find a trusted friend, someone you can trust and say, listen, I need you to help me when I'm when I'm in this place and I need to talk about how, you know, you need someone you can talk to about it, that you can be candid about it and who can hold you accountable. I know I have my coach and she'll be accountable. I said, no, 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 no. And if you saw me right now, she'd be shaking her head. No, 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 no. That is not the way God designed for you to live. That is not acceptable. And so my face, you know, cause anybody that knows me, my face, you know, I have that, that gangster face. I'm like, what, who are you talking about? I was like, okay. Um, Yes, ma'am, you right. So you everyone needs that accountability partner that it like, and if you're anything like my personality, you need somebody who's gonna be up in your face, like, no, no, we're not, you're not doing this today. No, ma'am, like that. So um, that's funny. I sound like my brother, because my brother says, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. So we got E, excuse me, R E P A. And now it's I. I, this is important as well. Implement intimate moments with yourself. When I say intimate, precious moments, for example, I went to a fitness center today, and on my walk there, when I was walking, it was like a little trail. I I made that an intimate moment by looking at the flowers. Yeah, I mean, it sounds so like, oh, look at the flowers, but I'm so serious. I really, I put on some like you know smooth jazz or some classical music. I like those things or calm music, and I was just listening to this calm. Meditation type music, and it was so it was beautiful, and it made me appreciate the the flowers and the plants and the smell and how the sun was shining on my face, and that was an intimate moment. Another time is when I used to, especially when I was going through cancer, I would sit on the deck and I would just look at the lake, and I would just wrap up in a blanket, and I just that was an intimate moment for me, and no one could interrupt that time because when they would come out, they would see that I was in this place where, and I'd be like, no, this is my intimate moment. So it is a peaceful moment. It's a, a moment when you feel at truly peace and only you can define that. Only you can define that. So R-E-P-A-I and then R. Here it is. This is a time when you set boundaries, it's not so that you can disconnect from your family or from that friend or from that job or whatever situation that may, whatever it is that is um, where you feel overwhelmed in. This is a time where it helps you to reconnect with your family and your friends and your coworkers and your time, your time and God's time in a, in a, a more uh, effective, a more it's a more quality of life in a way. Because you said that, I remember the day when I was like, I'm not going to work late today. And I went home and I just rested. I literally came home and just rested the whole day. The next day when I came back to work, I felt more engaged with my fellow co-workers and with, um, you know, my supervisor and with the, just with the job it, it itself. I was able to just function. I was knocking things out because I was more rested. Unlike when I used to push myself and I would be totally Exhausted. Go home. Exhausted. Wake up the next morning. Exhausted. And coming back into the workplace. Exhausted. And I don't know if you've been like me, where you're you're so tired you can't even think straight because you're that tired. So that's how important it is. You, all of this is done so that you can reconnect in a more positive and effective way with family, friends, yourself, God, everything, your job, your coworkers. It's a beautiful way. And and in this book, I've been reading this book, Boundaries, and. I'm gonna put it out there. It's boundaries by uh the author is Cloud and Townsend. It's a really, really, really good book. I encourage you to get that book. And the title of it is just that simple as boundaries. I read it a couple of years ago, and then I implemented uh some things in there. And then a friend of mine was telling me about how they, you know. They did a new one. They kind of revised it and updated it. So and it's really good. So I encourage you to get that if you're having any trouble with it. I'm still at the I've only turned the first page of it. But it, I know from the last time when I was uh, wanting to establish some boundaries, it was profound in helping me to do that. And so now it's time to reset it because, you know, if this is a practice, this is a practice. Setting boundaries is an absolute practice. And in the book, I'm going to quote it. In the book, if there's something that and it stuck out, I love it. It says all there's always safety in truth. So you have to be honest about yourself. Don't be like, well, no, that there, this is not overwhelming me. Or no, I'm not gonna be able to set boundaries because they're not gonna respect it. First, the first step in them respecting you is you respecting you. You have to respect yourself by setting and establishing boundaries. So well, I hope this has helped you today. It has helped me in so many ways. And so remember, in everything that you do, it starts with you. Love yourself, live well, and you will inspire nations. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and thank you for joining in and I'll see you next month, okay? I'll see you next one. We're going to talk about the spring and what that has to do with wellness. We'll talk about that. All right. Until then, I'll see you next time.